Good evening, and welcome to the heart of London's theater land, Dreary Lane. And tonight, tonight a special welcome, because tonight is pantomime night. Here at the luxurious Moradaki Theater, or as the, or as the actors say, is here Moradaki. The audience are eagerly waiting to see a special gala performance, given in the presence of Lord Lordown and his wife, Lady Lordown. In aid, in aid of charity, their daughter. The show should be starting quite soon because I know tonight they have a pretty tight schedule and an extremely tight producer. Now, now I see the orchestra coming back from the pub and soon they'll be ready to go. And a breathless hush descends as the spotlight falls on the conductor. Well, well, I'm ready and waiting here in my box, packed in store and tied up with a ribbon. And very pretty I look, too. But now, the overture is about to begin as the musicians raise their instruments to their lips and begin to blow. <laughs> no, no, you stupid violinist already. Try it again. <laughs> Today, the Angus Spoon tune, as you've no doubt already gathered, heralds this year's, I'm sorry, I'll read that again, pantomime. Yes, the stars of the Wonder Show, Timbuk Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kendall, and Bill Oddie. Oh, David, do stop being a boring old announcer and try to get into the spirit of the thing. <laughs> you don't mean you want me to announce in right? Yes, 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 of course I do. Good people, welcome, one and all, to this, our pantomime. I have a little tale to tell. I'll tell it to you in rhyme. Now, maybe you know that a long time ago, there were fairies and giants and that. Well, I'll tell you the tale of a lovable male, Dick Whittington, and his wonderful act. Wait a minute. Hang on. What was that you said? Dick Whittington and his wonderful act. Wonderful act? Well, look, that's what it says here. A-T-Act. Oh, that stupid typist will start the first letter of the word. Now, uh, what no. could it be? I wonder. <laughs> I know. It's Dick Whittington and his wonderful mat. Oh, no, 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 it's his wonderful bat. He had this pet bat, you see, who used to swoop down on Beef Hope and Cinderella and scare them stiff. And he was really Dracula, Tom Dracula, in disguise. And then one day, Baron Oswald Frankenstein, who was dressed up as a magic <laughs> was torturing Widow Tranky, alias the Wolf. You're making it up. How did you guess? <laughs> anyway, it's Dick Whittington and his wonderful rat. No, it isn't. His wonderful oat? No. <laughs> oh, wrong. Surely everybody knows the story of Dick Whittington and his wonderful hat. Oh, Are you, you sure? sure? Of course I am. Anyway, I'm playing Dick Whittington, so I should know. All right. On your own head, big. <laughs> Dick Whittington and his wonderful hat. Behold a little village scene, the folk pass to and fro, and do I see the village green? Yes, we've not been well, you know. The carefree lads and lasses here around the maypole dance. What fun they do get up to if you give them half a chance. Oh my, what a lovely day. The sky is blue. Yeah. Fresh, the birds are singing and the trees are green. And we're stuck in here doing a rotten panther. <laughs> Never mind, just look around us at our beautiful fairy tale village and think how lucky we are. 
Look over there. There's a house that Jack built. And there's a gingerbread cottage where Mother Goose lives. She's a tough old bird. <laughs> oh, yes. And see over there. Old woman who lived in a shoe and had so many children, she didn't know what to do. Oh, come on. She must have done. <laughs> Tell me, simple Simon, yeah. who's that big fat fellow sitting on top of the wall? Oh, well, that's Humpty Dumpty. Hello, Humpty. Hello. <laughs> oh, poor old Humpty. He's cracked his last year. But who? Who lives over there? Over there, that's old Mother Hubbard. Oh, yes, she went to the cupboard to get her poor doggy a bone. But when she got there... The cupboard was bare. And that frightened little doggy was saying nothing. <laughs> Yes, when I look around at this primitive old world village, I think, how lucky we all are, living in London. You know, we shouldn't grumble. Because after all, it is spring, isn't it? Spring? That sounds like the cue for a song. No, it doesn't. But we'll have one all the same. <laughs> For his load. He's the hero of our story. Full of liveliness and fun. He's so hearted, brave, and fearless. Yes, it's young Dick Whittington. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Dick Whittington? Wait a minute. Just arrived, 
around, everybody. I have some news for you. What is it, Dick? I'm leaving the village. Oh, oh no. 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 No, Dick, you're so popular here. It's no use, Simple Simon. I've decided to go away. But, Dick, everybody loves you. You're not like other boys. <laughs> as he looks, yeah. <laughs> But today, I'm setting out to London where I'll seek fame and fortune. Yes, I see you mean it, Dick. For you are dressed for traveling in that warm cloak, leather jerkin, fishnet tights, and side-length high-heeled boots. <laughs> well, wait a moment, young Whittington. What on earth are you wearing on your head? Why, that's my wonderful hat. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Strange name for a hat. That's a pretty strange hat. I'm sure it's not a mat. Well, you try wiping your feet on it. <laughs> well, that's rather a strange noise for a hat to make. Still, I suppose you know best. Now then, I must be off. Where's my umbrella? Bang. Oh, there it is. Goodbye. <laughs> You really mean to leave us? Yes, look. I tie up my things in a red spotted hanky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I really must go. Oh, how difficult it is to say goodbye. Oh, saying goodbye isn't difficult if you say it like this. <laughs> London town goes Dick. He feels so happy that before he goes, he's going to stick a feather in his hat. Oh, Puss, we've been walking for ages and it's still 350 miles to London. What a long way and I feel so tired. Let's shelter in here and sit down on this bench and rest a while. Oh, you know, Puss, I have the oddest feeling that any minute now, a strange voice will speak to us out of thin air and help us on our way to London. Listen. The train now standing at Bradford is the 10.36 to London, Euston. Will passengers for Birmingham please sit in the front portion of the train as the back portion won't be stopping there. Snorting and growling and grumbling. Out of the station, the train comes a rumbling, puffing out smoke and white steam in the dark. As the train driver turns to his mate to remark, Yeah, I thought this train was electric for you. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 Bach. This is a French story, you know. He didn't have an electric train in those days. Oh. No, this is a diesel. <laughs> uh, what do you expect from a Welshman? <laughs> but as our hero travels on to London at the double, he little knows that he is really heading straight for trouble. Hey! Oh. What's that noise? No, Paul, coming towards us. supporters. And what's more, they're going to sing, try and stop them. Little boy, drop your toys, go it is right. Leave your mom, time to come, you got to go and fight. Lose or win, pick up in, keep your head up high. 
football referee, and if that crowd had found me, they'd have had the pee out of my whistle quicker than you could say it to her. You're not the old bag of giblets. So, uh, or indeed, giblets, as the case <laughs> Thank you, young man, and if ever I can be of service, just give a whistle. Ta-ra! He's gone. How strange she didn't make any referee jokes. Oh, well, perhaps he plays an important part later in the development of the plot. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I just hope you're right. But now, Puss, we must be nearing London. Yes, listen, I think I can hear the bell. Oh, I wonder if I ought to go to London after all. Perhaps I'd better turn round and go home. Oh, you. Hi, hi, you. Listen. It sounds as if the bell of a fool comes into me. Listen. And again, waiting for Lord Mayor of London. Turn again, waiting for Lord Mayor of London. Lord Mayor of London, said the bells. Oh, really, what a lark. But Dick was so excited that he missed their last remark. 
And as Dick rides London town, we have an intermission in which I'll read a little poem, a Christmas composition. Hooray, hooray, the bells do chime, the bells do chime, tis Christmas time. And Christmas time means pantomime, and panto time's a time sublime, the time when I'm obliged to rhyme, so up I climb at Christmas time, and rhyme a crime with maritime, and lime and slime with paradigm, and climb a time with dime and time, and panto time would be sublime. If only I could say that I'm getting pretty sick of this rubbish. Come on now, do it properly. Oh, why, you're I... the narrator. You have to tell the story in rhyme. I'm the narrator, not the narrator. It's all right for you. You get all the good characters, Ben, all the jokes. What do I get? All the boring bits. And what's worse is in rhyme. Oh, this is no work for a man to do. <laughs> Mother was right. I should have stuck to flying. At least you meet interesting people when you're an air hostess. Better now? I suppose, um... No, 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 no! <laughs> no, 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 let me explain. You see, it's Christmas. It's the season of goodwill, of happiness, of friendliness and love. This, well, this is the time of the year when everyone, yes, everyone, should try to bring a little warmth and understanding into the world. It's not a time to argue or complain, maybe. Don't you see, we're doing something fine and and precious here tonight. Something wonderful. So please, old chap, I'm, I'm asking you, begging you, to do your job properly. And then this beautiful bunch of holly won't find itself up your nose. in London town one foggy morn at five and lo the empty streets and squares begin to come alive early morning in the city no one is away empty streets wait for the dawn to break the city criers come out one by one, softly, sweetly singing to the sun, singing oranges, newspapers, listen to the music. Of the dawn, Barrow Boy, Refuse Cars, How I Love the Music of the Dawn. It's six o'clock. where the Lord Mayor lives. Let's knock on the door. Can I help you, sir? 
Yes, I'm looking for a job. Oh, what kind of job had you in mind, then? I'd like to be Lord Mayor. Oh, I am sorry, sir. The post was filled this morning. <laughs> oh, puss, it's hopeless. <laughs> I've no money, no friends. I'll never get anywhere at this rate. I might just as well go home. Everything started out so well, but now it's just a great big ugly mess. The lumber they call me. Oh, who's there? It's only little me. It's a poor, hideous, rattled, decrepit, hunchback, wrinkled old crow. Then you won't be a don't overdo it. Save a few for the ugly system. Oh, well, well, you do look down in the mouth. You remind me of a dentist. Oh, well, but apart from that, what's your problem? I want to see the Lord Mayor, but they won't let me in. Oh, that is easily arranged. But how? I may look like an old hag, but I am not old. That I see him. That makes two of us. Then, then, now watch of him. So say, she cast off her tatty old cloak to reveal a tatty old vest. <laughs> Who are you? Surely, Dick, you know me. I am your fairy grandmother. Your fairy grandmother? Yes. I've never heard of that before. How do I know I can trust you? Oh, my dear. You can trust me with your last half crown. So hand it over. But I haven't got half a crown. Oh, oh you poor thing. Let me take you out for dinner. Oh, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. Then I'll book a stable for two. No, no, no. No, I must get in to see the Lord now. Very well. Try again, Dick Whittington. And this time, the door shall be open for you. Till we meet again. Farewell. <laughs> oh, I like it. She's gone. Oh, well, let's try the door again. Hello. Why? It's the football referee we met on the train. What are you doing here? Oh, I work here. I'm teaching the Lord Mayor how to play football. Really? Yes, I'm the Lord Mayor's coach. <laughs> Preferably as Lord Mayor. Well, there's a job as assistant washer up here. Yes, that's the sort of thing. <laughs> here you are. Hang up my cloak and give my hat a saucer of milk. <laughs> so Dick Whittington now has arrived at his goal. But he'll need all the good luck he can scrape. Together for soon he will come face to face <laughs> with the wicked Lord Mayor, Baron Landscape. Good. <laughs> I'll make those citizens of London suffer. I'll make them pay. I'll squeeze every last penny out of them. I'll make sure they all have a miserable Christmas, Ronnie. Oh, yes. I remember the days. I remember the days when you could buy a cow for a bag of beans. But I put a stop to that. I put a stop to that when I devalued the beans. <laughs> And what is more, I have the goose that lays the golden egg. What do you feed it on? Carrots? <laughs> Dick's working in the kitchen now in dirty, soapy water, when suddenly he spies a lass, the Lord Mayor's lovely daughter. Oh, what a beautiful maiden. <laughs>
I am the Baron's youngest daughter. I have uh, two ugly sisters, but they keep me out of the way down here in the kitchen all the time. Poor girl. Then you must be sisters. No, no, I'm nutty flat. <laughs> I'm older than I look. But you can call me nutty. So nutty. You're so lovely, so beautiful. Oh, you men, you're all the same. Oh, Dick, I... I do believe we're falling in love. And you know what all this will lead to? A song? Correct. You're wearing a twinkle in your eye. You're laughing a lot. I wonder why. Because I love you. You're wearing a plastic on your short and that's when you have to go on and walk. Because I love you. the loving pair, but who comes here, I do declare, the Ugly Sisters, what a thrill, and I think they're played by Graham and Bill. (laughs) Who is it, the Beatles? Those are screams of horror. Well, have you seen John Lennon lately? have that kind of line. <laughs> well, you met your match compared with us. You are beautiful, beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm beautiful. Oh. Oh, think of it. I'm beautiful. No longer will you be the target for cheap gags. I am beautiful. No more cruel quips. I'm beautiful. Nobody's going to laugh at you anymore. I'm ugly. I'm ugly. He doesn't stand a chance. There have been ugly sisters but never quite like us. And what's more, I am even uglier than Mrs. Nonsense. I am so ugly. When I look in a mirror, I have to close my eyes or I'd frighten myself to death. I'm so ugly. When I take a bath, the water keeps running away. I am so hideous. When I go to 
to the pictures, they give the audience an extra certificate. <laughs> my face has been lifted. My face has been lifted so many times. Yes, they're making it an Olympic event. <laughs> All right, what about my wrinkles then? I am so wrinkled. My husband keeps pouring custard over me. He thinks I'm a prude. <laughs> Leave the ugly sisters arguing as the time is coming up to 2 30. And we'll. But at that moment, they became aware that someone was listening to them. I should hope there is. <laughs> sort of stout little fellow with rosy cheeks. <laughs> little fellow with rosy cheeks. Tell me, tell me, why is your suit oh. covered in printing with a number at the top? I'm a page boy, ha ha. I, <laughs> I am here to keep the children merry and laughing. Better luck next time. Try <laughs> me and have an aspirin. Thank you, but why do you keep those aspirins in your trilby? Because it's not a trilby, it's a pillbox hat. <laughs> You're getting worse, aren't you? <laughs> is every hottie buffy? Oh, no, is every hoppy buffy? Hey, hey, just keep laughing. Uh, I'll be bad from... Who is he? Wait a minute. He's wearing a suit with fasteners right down the throat. Oh. They're not fasteners, they're buttons. Buttons? Then he must be. Yes, you're right. My name is Preston. Known to me... <laughs> known to me friends as Hoot and I. Would you like me to sing the Who Can I song? The Who Can I song? Yes. Who can I turn to? <laughs> Warmed up now, isn't it? How about the tea leaf song? Tea leaf song? How did it go? Rather worse than the last one, you So I won't sing it. Instead, I'll introduce all the girls and boys to my little friends. Would you like like that, boys and girls? Yeah! Oh, 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 thank you. At the moment, he's curled up nice and warm in my pocket. If we're very lucky, he may pop out. Would you like to see him pop out? Yeah! Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. I think he's saying something. I think he's opening nothing. What was that little thing? He says he's not coming out unless you shout out, "Come out, come out, whatever you are." Will you do? Will you do that? All right. One, two, three. I didn't hear anything, he couldn't have heard that. Now we're going some more time, a little louder this time. One, two, three. Come out, come out, oh, here he comes. Come on, oh, there, oh, there he is. Oh. Well, now, it's flippity floppity bunny. Oh. How wet. Boys and girls, flippity floppity bunny. Says, he wants you all to sing the flippity floppity bunny song. What, what, what do you say to that then? <laughs> flippity floppity bunny is going to split the audience in two with an axe. <laughs> 
And if the naughty sisters don't shut up, flippity floppity funny, we'll stab them to death. So we're all going to we're all going to sing We're going to sing the flippity floppity funny song, right? I'll sing it first. Music please. and pay attention because you're all going to have to sing it. Stop snivelling. One, two, three. We're all going to die. Uh We're all going to die. We're all going to die. sentiment, but it's very catchy, isn't it? Meanwhile, Nutty was still locked in Dick's embrace. Let me out. Oh, Nutty, Nutty. I'm not doing anything. My precious little sweetie pie, I have something terribly important to tell you. It's really... (laughs) Nutty, stop nuzzling me. I'm I'm not nuzzling you. I've got my nose caught in your ear. Now, listen... I'm copy. I'm to be Lord Mayor. Oh, I am shocked. Nothing. 
No. I promised. But my father, my father is still alive and he is Lord Mayor. Yes. You know what this means? We're going to kill him. <laughs> oh, Lucky, I'm ashamed of you. What a wicked, 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 wicked thought. No. We shall just have to hope he gets run over or something. Oh, if, if you're Lord Mayor, I'll be Lady Mayoress. Yes. And we'll always be together and we can kiss and cuddle and... No, look! Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> Yes, oh, yes, we've been listening to every word. And I think I hear a plot. Plot? Don't try. Don't, don't, don't try and distract us with cheap jokes. We heard you say you're going to become Lord Murr. Right. And we're going to tell Papa. Oh, I think you're rotten sneaks. I think we're rather good sneaks, actually. <laughs> so they rushed off to tell the mayor. That doesn't rhyme. It does, so there. Cheap. <laughs> When Baron Landscape heard the story, his face fell. <laughs> then he burst with indignation. Oh, oh you dare cross the mighty Baron Landscape, eh? I'll teach you to plot against me. Oh, gosh, thank you, sir. And you, Nutty, you're no daughter of mine. So what else is you? <laughs> I am going to throw you both in the cellar, where you will make long, high-pitched noises. You mean... Yes, it's a fine cellar. <laughs> Down here. What a funny noise this list makes. Here's the key. Here's the key. Now open that door. Get inside. Close the door. Lock it. Right. Oh, just one more thing. Yes? Let me out. <laughs> ah, thank you. Now, there you will rot with the rats. Whilst your sisters and I go off to the grand Christmas ball. Christmas ball? But it was spring at the start of the program. We're all going to be in here a long time. <laughs> oh, nutty. Here we are, locked up in a dungeon. What a way to spend Christmas. And Dick, Dick, look over there. Watching us, a, a pair of beady eyes. Oh, you're right. It's two one-eyed mice. Mice! 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 Oh, that's all right, then. And at that very moment, Dick's hat came sliding down a drain pipe and scampered over to him. Oh, oh goodness, just in time. Oh, puss, you wonderful, wonderful hat. <laughs> All these horrible, slimy, ugly rats. Yes? Eat them up. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a hat. Eat them up yourself. But, 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 you coward. Oh, no, blame the typist. I'm off. Look, it's spinning round and round. That's because I'm a top hat. Hey! He filled the hole of the floor and disappeared down it. Oh, he went deserted. I'm sure he's gone to get help. Yes, so the rats made Puck feel ill. He'll soon be back. I will. Oh, what are we to do? Oh, there's nothing for it. We'll just have to let the rats eat us. Think of it this way, Nutty. At least 
they'll have a happy Christmas. That kind of thought has saved your life. Good Lord! That particularly fat, ugly rat has disappeared. And in its place, here's my fairy grandmother. Well, I suppose that's an improvement. Here, enough. Here, enough. Take a nappy. You shall go to the ball. Here are two tickets. That'll be six guineas. But, but first, we've got to get out of here. Ah, now that's not so easy. <laughs> Can't you do some magic? If it'll cheer you up. Here, take a nap. No, 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 no. Magic is out of this terrible cellar. Sure, you've got some magic words. Oh, yes, I have indeed. And look at our problem that's getting you down. And things seem impossible, just where I'm from. There's nothing to do, and you just never away. Then be like me, say, oh, stop it. In here. Silly me. Come on. <laughs> now you shall go to the ball. But first, you must have carriages. I see you're carrying two pumpkins. Those are not pumpkins. <laughs> Pity. I was hoping you'd turn them into coaches with handsome men on them. I don't mind handsome men on them, but I'm not having you two riding on them to the ball. Have you got a watermelon? Yes. And six white mice? One, two, three, four, five, six, yes. Good. Abracadabra. No. Off you go. So off to the ball rode Dick and Nutty, sitting astride a watermelon, <laughs> pulled by six white mice. Oh, I feel such a fool. Off to the ball, you happy pair. There'll be lords and ladies there, and handsome young courtiers there will be. Oh, Nutty, bring them back for me. <laughs> but why should they have all the fun? I know, I'll go along myself. So saying, the fairy grandmother waved her magic wand and casting aside the clothes of an old hag, she revealed herself as an old hag with no clothes on. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the town hall, Baron Landscape's Christmas ball was just beginning. Oh, what a sight it was. It really was such a sight. More and more guests arrived at the top of the gilt staircase. The footman announced their names for all to hear. Mr. and Mrs. E.G. Strings. And their son, Aaron A.G. Strings. Oh. Lady Ebert and Earl Ebert. The Lady Amir Orphan and Duke Amir Orphan. Oh. And Dianess Narati Breakfast and their daughter Henrietta Narati Breakfast. Oh. Fred and Norma Arbitridge and their son, Sidney Arbitridge. Sid oh. and Gladys Finn Grumanly and their son, Standing room and leave. Come along now and hurry along now. Mr. and Mrs. Eyes and their son, Peregrine Eyes. Jackie Tin and her husband, Jackie Tin. And Odette. Odette? Odette, old black magic has me in its spell. O-D-E. And finally, the last guest, Mr. and Mrs. Christmas. And their daughter, Merry Christmas to all our listeners. And now, ladies and gentlemen, if the orchestra is ready, here is our surprise guest for this evening. Who can it be? Who can it be? Julian Drew. 
It's very nice, if you like rubbish. But now, now I, Barrett Landscape, have an important announcement to make. I've been Lord Mayor now for a long, long time. For 45 years I've been in this position. And I'm getting cramped. <laughs> and yet, yet I've enjoyed it. And being Lord Mayor. I've always, always get one eye on the pretty girls. And I, I only wish I had two. But, but I shall announce my retirement very soon. I retire! I'm getting to be an old man. I'm, I'm glad I've got to know you all, but now the time has come. Well, but someone must care for you, as I have done. It breaks my old heart, but I may not see you all again. So goodbye, workmate. Goodbye, friend. Goodbye, 
And God bless you all. Thank you, and for my next number. Oh, thank you again. And now, I'd like to have a really good waltz. So I shouldn't be surprised if it's my last. Ah! He's dead. Oh, I was right. Lord Mayor is dead. Then there will have to be an election right here and now. figure strode into the room. He was silent, but by his side was none other than Prescott. Are you with this tall, silent candidate? I am. Why are you carrying that bicycle wheel? I'm his spokesman. Oh, I... oh, oh, flipping it. This, this man is nominated by the ugly sisters who regret they cannot be present as they have been taken suddenly drunk. Well, <laughs> well again, if there are no more candidates, I duly elect this man. Lord Mayor of... Wait! <laughs> Here's another candidate. Dickenutty. Dickenutty, 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 Dickenutty. Oh, Prescott, how could you be so fickle? One minute you're on our side and now you're with them. How could you change loyalty so much, you... Oh. You... Tommy Doherty, you... <laughs> He forced me. Who? Oh, I can't see anyone. The mystery candidate. What mystery candidate? That one. Where? Behind you. What did you say? Behind you. Ah, oh, help. He's attacking us. Let's get out of here. Where's my hat? There's another fine mess you got me into. Get him, Pop. This puss picked up a cricket ball, took a run up, let it go and knocked the attacker cold. That was great. I didn't realize you were a bowler hat. Yes, of course. <laughs> Well, you know, that misprint turned out to be pretty useful after all. <laughs> but I'm curious about this mystery candidate. He looks like a, a tall, handsome man, but I think it's a disguise. Take off his clothes, somebody. That sounds like my kind of job. <laughs> Why, let me get at him. Oh, there's a zip down his front. Let's have a look. Oh, oh the heavens! I'm sorry to disappoint you. You must be ugly sisters inside a man's skin. Oh, how could they be so wicked? I thought I was onto a good thing. <laughs> you are so handsome. Look, put it on again. I don't really care. I'm not all that please. So this means that Dick Whittington must become Lord Mayor of London. Hooray! Hooray! And he can marry Nutty Slack and they can have lots of children. On toast. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I have something to confess. Who? I, whom you have known as Dick, am in fact a woman. So we cannot marry. But not if Slack's really a man. So we cannot marry. Good. Well, that's it. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, everyone, there will be no wedding. But wait. I want a wedding. Who will marry me? Bastard? Oh, no. Why not? I'm playing both parts. Oh, everybody. <laughs> Anyone, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a figure of speech. Wait a minute. Hat. Oh, no, not me. Surely. Oh, no. Surely we've all heard terms of the fairy story of the frog. Who has a spell put on him and turns into a beautiful prince. Like in the story of the frog and the prince? Very 
Incredible. He's turned into a handsome frog. <laughs> and so nobody married anybody. And they all lived happily ever after. And so our pantomime is over. And I have a dog called Rover. Which to you may not mean a lot, but he's the only friend I've got. And now it just remains to wish the season's greetings to our lish nose. And our wish is this. Who you been at? Who you been at? Give us a drop, Dave. Hey, Dave, give us a drop. Hope you've had a very merry Christmas. Hope you've had a very happy day. Hope your songs and laughter rang through every rapture. Hope they cheered you after on your way. Hope it's been a time that you remember. Hope you're glad that you have spent it here. Till you have another Merry Christmas Day. Hope you have a very good, good year. And so it's Happy Christmas from Timbrook Taylor. Happy Christmas. John Cleese. Happy Christmas. Graham Garden. Happy Christmas. David Hatch. That's me. Happy Christmas. Joe Kendall. Happy Christmas. And Bill Ott. Happy birthday. Happy Christmas. <laughs> and now, one more time, all the children sing. One, two, three. Happy <laughs> The pantomime you've just heard was written by Graham Garden and Bill Ott. The songs were by Bill Ott, and the music was arranged by Leon Cohen and played by Dave Lee and the boys. Production by David Hatch and Peter Tithery. My name is Angus Boone, and I would say simply one story, I'll be back again. My name is Angus Boone, and I never miss a story, I'll be back again.